Welcome to this edition of the Ed Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 146 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Cowboys finally signing Dak Prescott to a long-term contract. This has been discussed each of the last three NFL off-seasons. This is what everyone's been talking about. ESPN's been covering this story for years now, and the Cowboys finally pay up and pay Dak Prescott. Like he's a franchise quarterback. The Cowboys gave him a four year, $160 million extension, 126 of which is fully guaranteed. And again, after the last few off seasons, that is all anyone has talked about whether or not Dak's worth the contract, whether or not Dak's a franchise quarterback, whether or not Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Safe to say, this is the most widely discussed NFL contract negotiation in the history of the league. We have talked more about Dak Prescott's contract than we even did with Tom Brady when it came to the New England Patriots. This has been the number one thing that has been discussed. When you think about the Dallas Cowboys, you think about the fact that Dak Prescott did not have a long-term contract going forward. The contract will average over $42 million a year for Dak. In the first and second years, he will make $75 and $60 million respectively due to a massive signing bonus. So Dak Dak Prescott is a huge victor in these contract negotiations. The 27-year-old has thrown for 106 touchdowns, 40 interceptions, and has a career 66 completion percentage in five seasons with the team. He is worthy of being one of the better paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he maybe a bit overpaid? Yes, I think you can say that about Dak Prescott. When I list the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, I think he would make the top 10, but he would not make the top 5. And right now, he is making top tier quarterback money. I mean, he's right up there with Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson, all three quarterbacks quarterbacks who are better than Dak. But I think this is the Dallas Cowboys fault. They waited way too long to give Dak Prescott this contract. And when they got to this point, they had to pay him like he's a top tier quarterback. Again, I think he's a top 10 quarterback. I think he's easily worth 30 million a year. I do not think Dak Prescott is worth 42 million dollars a year. It sounds ludicrous. He's not worth that kind of money. I think he's worth 30, but I think that they had to overpay him by $12 million a year because the team was stupid and waited too long to negotiate this contract. And it ended up costing them at least $12 million annually. You can't tell me that three years ago, you couldn't have gone to Dak Prescott and said, here's a four-year, $30 million a year. Now, I had heard through the rumors that some of this negotiation was that the Cowboys wanted Dak Prescott for six years, and he only wanted to be there for four years. But I I find it really hard to believe that I could not have gone to Dak Prescott three years ago and given him $35 million a year instead of $42 million a year. So I think the Cowboys ended up costing themselves a lot of money going forward, and I think that's ridiculous. It's really smart on Dak's end that he wouldn't budge with what he wanted, but the fact that the Cowboys waited so long to give him this contract, I think, is a massive mistake from the organization. Because think about where we were 
where a year ago, the Cowboys had some power in the negotiations. There was all this, well, what are they without Dak Prescott? Well, now that mystery has been solved. They are a really bad team without Dak Prescott, and he could easily see that with his own eyes. They weren't able to win football games with Andy Dalton. So once Dak Prescott was able to see that, he had all the power in the negotiations. He knows that the Cowboys cannot afford to not have him moving forward. Dak Prescott gained all the power because the Cowboys waited to negotiate. I think this was a terrible negotiation from the standpoint from the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. It is a lackluster negotiation. I think they cost themselves at least $10 million annually. I think Dak Prescott is worth somewhere between 30 and $35 million a year. I don't think he's up there with Russell Wilson. I don't think he's up there with Pat Mahomes. And I don't think he's up there with Deshaun Watson. But now he's being paid like that because the Cowboys waited too long and Dak Prescott was able to see what the Cowboys are without him, which is, of course, terrible. And that was a terrible negotiation from the Cowboys standpoint that they let that come to that point. And another issue when it comes to negotiations with a quarterback is you have to have a backup option if you are willing to move on from someone like Dak Prescott. And clearly, the Cowboys did not have a backup option, nor should they have. But I'm just saying you have to ask yourself, okay, if I don't want to pay Dak Prescott this amount of money, I have to have a backup option. And the Cowboys clearly didn't have one, and Dak Prescott knew it. Again, giving him all of the power. That's how these quarterbacks are getting paid, because they know that teams don't want to move on from one that they believe in. And the Cowboys clearly believe in Dak Prescott, and they should believe in Dak Prescott. So again, they gave him all this power. If there is no backup option and nobody wants to move on from a quarterback, because let's be clear, when you move on from a quarterback like Dak Prescott, that is a rebuild. The NFL has gone to a point where you move on from your franchise quarterback, you are a rebuilding organization. The Patriots moved on from Tom Brady, even though he was in his 40s. Guess what? They are now part of a rebuild. They gave up on their franchise quarterback. If the Texans trade Deshaun Watson, that will be a rebuild because they will be giving up on a franchise quarterback. If the Seahawks trade Russell Wilson, that is a rebuild because they are trading their franchise quarterback. And when the Saints move on from Drew Brees, unless they get Deshaun Watson, that will be a rebuild. When you lose a franchise quarterback, you are telling everyone you are rebuilding. And that's the harm of this negotiation when it comes to the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. They do not want to be thought of as a rebuild, so they had to pay Dak Prescott a massive amount of money. And good for Dak, he is worthy of a massive contract, somewhere between, again, 30 and 35 million. But I think they cost themselves some money and ended up having to give him 42 million dollars. And I know Dak is coming off of a serious injury, but I think he's worth investing in. I don't think he's a top five quarterback, but I do think he's in the top 10. He's ahead of guys like Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, and I think he's right up there with Lamar Jackson. Like, answer this question. If you had to win a big game, who would you want at the quarterback position? Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson? Even though Lamar Jackson has won an MVP, I think the answer might be Dak Prescott. He feels like a more clutch player than Lamar Jackson. So I do think Dak Prescott is a top-tier talent. I would pick him ahead of Lamar Jackson in a big game. I think he's better than Baker Mayfield, and I certainly think he's 
better than Kirk Cousins. And say what you will about the Cowboys organization. I know they've been dysfunctional over the years. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since the 90s, back when they won it with guys like Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, and Emmitt Smith. But Jerry Jones and the Cowboys have put a lot of money into this team. They have now paid their three star players handsomely well with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. And they hope that those guys will end up winning rings like Aikman, Irvin, and Smith. That's what they're betting on. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but at the very least next year, the Cowboys need to win that division. I mean, right now, that division is really, really bad. The Eagles, who knows what they're going to be without Carson Wentz. They'll have Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. The Washington football team is without a franchise quarterback. The Giants are without a franchise quarterback. Daniel Jones, I don't have high hopes for his career moving forward. The Cowboys need to make a statement and go 10-6 and and 11-5 and and win that division. And then I'll feel really good about them. But right now, I think that is a huge question mark. They need to prove to me that they can at least be the beast of a really bad NFC East. The Washington football team went 7-9 and and won that division. That's what the Cowboys at the very minimum have to do. I think you could go 9-7 and and win that division, but I want to see the Cowboys go out and win that division easily at 11-5 and or 10-6. and I'm not asking a whole lot. I think they should be better against those free teams that have zero star quarterbacks on their roster. Washington's without a quarterback. Again, New York is without a franchise quarterback, and the Eagles, we think, are without a franchise quarterback. So Dak Prescott is now being paid elite money. He should go out there and win this division, and I have absolute faith that that is what he's going to do if healthy. I predict Dak Prescott and the Cowboys will easily run away with this division. They have the best quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott needs to have a bounce-back season. Amari Cooper is one of the better receivers in the league, and him and Dak Prescott have really good chemistry. I think Dak and the Cowboys are easily going to win this division. But the biggest question I have about them is not at those positions. It's not Dak. It's not Cooper. It's not even Ezekiel Elliott. It's Mike McCarthy as their head coach. I know this guy has won a Super Bowl, but his first year with the Cowboys was a huge disaster. And I know he was out without Dak Prescott, but they looked unimpressive. Even without Dak Prescott, I think the Cowboys had enough talent to win that division. And Mike McCarthy was not able to do that. So now I have doubts about Mike McCarthy as a head coach. He was able to have all that success because he had Aaron Rodgers. Without a star quarterback, he looked really bad. Now I give him back Dak Prescott. Do I think he could win the division? Yes. But if they get to the postseason, I don't have a huge amount of faith in Mike McCarthy being an X factor in the Cowboys trying to win a Super Bowl. I think he is a guy who was just a bad retread hire. I didn't like the hire at the time, and now I'm being proven right. I, listen, I know Mike McCarthy had a lot of success, but I think a lot of that was due to Aaron Rodgers, and now he has this Cowboy roster that is really talented on offense, but kind of weak on defense, and that's not the type of team that's going to win a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy as their head coach. You've invested in Dak, you invested in Ezekiel Elliott, and you invested
invested in Amari Cooper. And if the Cowboys don't start this season off well, I think they need to move on from Mike McCarthy immediately. I don't see Mike McCarthy getting past year three or year four with the Cowboys, and I could easily see him being fired in year two. That's how bad the end of last year was for the Cowboys. I had zero faith in them making the postseason. I thought the Giants had a better chance of making the postseason than the Dallas Cowboys, and the team that ended up getting there was the Washington football team. That's embarrassing if you're the Cowboys or a Cowboy fan that those two teams had better playoff chances than the Dallas Cowboys. And I think we can all agree that the Cowboys need to address their issues on defense. The issue is now that you pay Dak a massive amount of money, how much money are the Cowboys going to have to get big time free agents this offseason? There might not be a huge improvement when it comes to the talent on their defense or offense. So the Cowboys are going to have to win with what they have right now. And what they have right now, I think is good enough to win the division, but it's not good enough to be better than the Packers. It's not good enough to be better than the Saints if they have a star quarterback. So again, my prediction would be the Cowboys go 10 and 6 or 11 and 5, win the division, easily make the postseason, and then probably get bounced out of the first round. But maybe Dak Prescott, I do believe in Dak Prescott. I think he's clutch. I think he could win a playoff game. I don't see it happening, but I think he could win a playoff game this upcoming season. I mean, it was a huge loss for the Cowboys to lose him at the quarterback position, and he proved his value by how bad they were without him, and that's part of the reason why he got this huge payday. I think it's interesting that the last two franchise quarterbacks for the Cowboys have been Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, these diamond-in-the-rough guys that nobody saw coming. I mean, Tony Romo was undrafted, and Dak Prescott was a fourth-round draft pick. And before that, they had Troy Aikman, who was drafted number one overall in 1989. And yet, they have found these two guys outside of the first round and turned them into franchise quarterbacks, who I think have put up better stats than Troy Aikman. What Troy Aikman has over both of them, Dak and Romo, is that he's won free Super Bowls. And yes, that's the obvious. Dak Prescott has yet to win a Super Bowl. Tony Romo was never able to get to the big game, but they did put up better stats than Troy Aikman. And I think it's fair to point out that Dak and Romo have not played with the offensive weapons that Troy Aikman played with. I mean, Troy Aikman played with Michael Irvin and Emmitt Smith, and on defense, he played with Deion Sanders and Charles Haley. Those guys have never played with that type of top-tier talent. I mean, Romo played with Dez Bryant, Miles Austin, Jason Witten. Dak has played with Dez. He's played with Amari Cooper, but he's never played with Hall of Fame caliber guys. Ezekiel Elliott is up there, but he hasn't been like Emmitt Smith great. I mean, Romo and Dak have both played with great players, but they have never played with Hall of Fame talent that Aikman played. I think Aikman is a better quarterback than both of them. I mean, he won the big games, but stats-wise, I think Romo and Prescott are better than Troy Aikman. And I think it's good for the league when teams find these type of guys, these guys that were not the obvious hits, because I think year in and year out, we obsess over who's going to be the number one overall pick and who's going to tear the league apart. Like Trevor Lawrence, everyone's obsessing over what Trevor Lawrence could be. We obsessed over what Andrew Luck could be. But then we we don't talk about the guys who really end up having gigantic success. Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, those were not guys who were predicted to be as good as they are right now. Tom Brady, that's the whole Tom Brady story. He was drafted in the 
sixth round and ended up winning six Super Bowls in the NFL. Dak Prescott is a fourth round draft pick who was only drafted to be Tony Romo's backup and within his first year he became the starting quarterback and he hasn't looked back since. It's a great story for the league because yes, obvious success is still interesting, but the success that comes out of nowhere, that's what's fascinating about the league and the possibilities of players. Yes, Trevor Lawrence, there's a good chance he ends up being a really good quarterback, but there's an even bigger chance that somebody outside of that comes out of this upcoming draft and ends up being a franchise quarterback that nobody expected like Dak Prescott. I think another interesting example is Joe Flacco. Nobody saw Joe Flacco coming. He was drafted and went four years in a row with winning a road playoff game and ended up winning a Super Bowl. Now, Joe Flacco is not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he still came out of nowhere and had a lot of success in the NFL. Those are the type of stories I find the most fascinating, not the obvious hits. Because again, the obviousness isn't that interesting to me. It's those hidden gems. And Dak Prescott and Tony Romo were hidden gems for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think it's really good for the NFL to have those hidden gem quarterbacks. And look at where Dak Prescott went. He went from being a fourth round draft pick to getting a four-year $160 million deal from the Dallas Cowboys. There is only one way in my mind I will put Dak Prescott ahead of Tony Romo and put him up there with Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach as the best quarterbacks in Cowboys history. He will have have to have won a Super Bowl by the end of his career. I don't think that's asking a whole lot. That's what you expect from a guy who's paid this well and is thought of as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Now again, I don't put Prescott up there in the top 10, but if he ends up winning a Super Bowl, he would get there for me. I like the stats. I like the completion percentage. I just don't know if he can win the big game when it matters most. And I think most people feel the same way I do about Prescott, but we elevate people when they win the Super Bowl. That's what we do. It's about the winning. Big Ben is thought of the way he is because he has Super Bowl titles. Eli was elevated because he won Super Bowl titles. Dak Prescott is a really good statistical quarterback, but to be elevated into the top five of quarterbacks in the NFL, I need Dak Prescott to at the very least get to the big game and probably end up winning it for me to put him in my top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think he's capable of doing it. I don't think he's on the perfect team right now to compete for a Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised by the end of his career, Dak Prescott brings home a Super Bowl title to the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys need to start winning again because they don't feel like they've been America's team since the late 1990s, and that's been a really long time. Yes, they've had really nice teams with Romo and Dak as their quarterbacks, but they need to get back to winning Super Bowl titles because they've been lapped by other teams. I mean, the Giants have won two Super Bowls since the Cowboys last won one. The Patriots have won six. The Packers have won. The the Steelers have won. The Chiefs look like they could be the next dynasty in the NFL. Tampa Bay just won a Super Bowl. The Cowboys need to get back to winning if they want to prove that once and for all, they are America's team. Because when you think of winning football right now, you don't necessarily think about the Dallas Cowboys. And that's the impossible mission that Dak Prescott is about to go on with re-signing with the Cowboys. With all this contract, is about to come all this pressure for him to elevate the Cowboys and get them back to the Super Bowl. And that's not an easy task. Because again, I think he's being coached by a guy who's not very good in Mike McCarthy. 
McCarthy. It's going to be hard for Dak Prescott, but I do believe in him as a franchise quarterback, and I'm glad he finally got paid because he deserved to get paid, and I think the Cowboys cost themselves a few million with this terrible negotiating tactic. We all knew they needed to keep Dak Prescott. It was the most obvious thing in all of football. They had no power in the situation. They were coming off of a year where they looked terrible without him, so the only answer for them was to sign Dak Prescott. Now that that negotiation is over, we need to start asking the other tough question about the Dallas Cowboys. Are they in a position to win their first Super Bowl title since 1995? My straight answer is no, but maybe I will be proven wrong. Maybe Dak Prescott is all they need. They have Prescott, they have Elliott, they have Amari Cooper. It's time for the Cowboys to win again and prove they are America's team. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe. 